What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for listening. I have been hit with a a wave of gratitude for all of you who do listen. I appreciate you for, I mean, taking the time just to, just to, I know it's something simple, but for you to actually sit there and listen to even like 10 minutes, I, I appreciate it so much. For those of you that watch, thank you. Thank you. Um, I try to make it a pleasing, uh, viewing experience for all of you. So thank you. Um, big shout out to local hub. We all know, I'm not even going to read this ad read. I got a, a page right here. I'm not going to read it. Um, local hub is a co-working community. That's pretty much what it is, man. I've met some really good people here. I've met some, I've, I have some, some pretty dope friends from local hub and the owners, David and Natalie are just, they're two amazing people who care about community and just want a dope space for Escondido. Um, so big shout out to them. Make sure you give them a follow at local hub underscore Esco and local hub events on Instagram. Um, my next sponsor, Popple. Popple's dope, man. Popple, Popple's like a uh, a virtual. What do you call it? I always forget the word. It's a a, a virtual um, <laughs> business card. There it is. There's the, that's the word. Uh, it's a virtual business card. Um, but it's really cool because you can go up to someone, tap the back of their phone, and all your information goes on there. It's that simple. And it's, it's crazy. Technology has gotten to a point where, I mean, I don't even understand how it works, but I do it and it's so awesome. The other cool thing about it is it gives you a link. So you can put that link on your Instagram. Um, for example, every time I, I say that there's a new episode on, or there's a new episode of, of this life, I just say link in my bio. They go to the, the link in my bio and I customize links on there as a Spotify link, the YouTube link, the Apple podcast link. It makes everything so much easier. If you're a business, if you're trying to grow your Instagram, I highly recommend a popple. That's spelled P-O-P-L. The website is popple.co. And if you use this life, the code this life, sorry, uh, you get 20% off of the order. 20 percent not 10 not 15 20 percent so go to i'm sorry go to popple p-o-p-l dot c-o and buy a popple use code this life you get 20 percent off you got discounted stuff on there it's it's an amazing product uh today my guest is well i'll just show you for those of you watching the video i have a magazine up here it's a train magazine um he's actually the cover I'm going to get nice and close. That's him. His name is Clark Bartram. Um, and he's on the cover of a freaking magazine, dude. That's insane. I've been working with Clark for about maybe two, three years. Uh, when I first started my my venture, when I first started my Micromedia, um, I shot with his son, Mitch, who was also on the, on, the, on the podcast. And then I met him and just, this is just a guy who... Everyone always asks me, what's it like working with Clark? What's it like working with, quote unquote, that buff guy? 57, 57 years old. He's a total firecracker. He's He's got so much energy and he's got a lot of wisdom. A lot of people might take it as him being like cocky, gym, douchebag guy. But um, <laughs> that, that sounds so condescending. But I mean, that's the perception we have of these people that they're just so into themselves. They're so caught up in their own world and their own bodies, but really Clark is just out to help people. And 
me and him have had some 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 pretty deep conversations where I mean I'm having him on the podcast and uh, we talk about we touch a little bit on his childhood. We talk about him just kind of being a dad and his new he also gave me this, which is it's called Nano Test. It's a new uh, testosterone uh, natural testosterone product booster. Um, but he's always doing something, man. He's always trying to be better. He's trying to be his better self. He's pushing 60 and he looks like this. If you're watching the video, man, please watch the video. Cause hold on. Let's see. That's what he looks like. This guy's ripped as hell. Um, follow him on Instagram at Clark Bartram. You'll see, even if you go on my Instagram, you'll see some videos of him, but, um, yeah, this guy's a hard worker. He's a genuine dude. Um, we talk about his anxiety attack. Uh, I mean, anxiety as a whole, um, it's, it's really easy to see people on magazines on the front of magazines, just on the front of magazines, sorry. And just think, oh, these people, you know, they're just models that you haven't made or whatever. But, um, Clark is just trying to be his best self, uh, every single day. And I honestly, I truly admire this guy. Um, I thank him for, you know, so much work that he's given me and so many connections that he's given me. And yeah, it was a, it was a fun episode. Um, so I hope you enjoy it and make sure you follow me on Instagram at Mallorca Media, Mallorca Media, I'm sorry, at Mallorca Media, M-A-Y-O-R-C-A-M-E-D-I-A on Instagram. And if you are getting married this year or thinking about maybe getting married next year, uh, stay tuned. I have some, some, not on this episode, but I have some big announcements coming. Um, yeah, that's all I can say right now, but, um, I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for watching. Um, and here it is the episode with the legend Clark Bartram, 57 years old, absolutely killing it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. Uh, I'm sitting across from a well-known celebrity. Clark Bartram, how are you, sir? I'm amazing. This Life. How did you come up with that title? I like it. Uh, My friend Julio actually came up with it. Julio. Julio. Shout out to Julio. I had him on, uh, I think, the first, second episode. Um, And yeah, he was like... What was, because I, I, I put out like a, a thing on Instagram and I was like, hey, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to call this. It's about life and it's about, you know, depression and struggles and all this other stuff. And he was like, what about like the life? And I was like, mm. he's like, what about this life? And I was like, ooh, but he, he accidentally sent it in like one word, uh-huh. like this life. And I was like, oh, and boom. It's kind of like how Facebook went down you know it's like the facebook he's like drop the drop the the yeah drop the the. genius (laughs) um yeah that's how it started i've never been asked that question um so that's how it started uh thanks for coming on man i've I've been wanting to have you on for for a while uh you and i have worked together on a lot of stuff i was thinking about uh last year and like how covid started and i've we both lost our businesses like in a day yeah. And I remember you calling me and being like, hey, look, want to film something? And I was just like in my bed with like my 
covers over my head just like crying and i was like depressed yeah exactly and i was like yes i want to shoot something and then we started shooting something and you're like i was like how's this thing going for you and you were like well i just i just lost like three accounts and then after that it was like oh me too and then you're like hey do you want to you know do blah 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 and let's go find a job yeah i was like all right and then i remember that one day we just were out like the whole day and then the next day too we're filming stuff and you're like yo i know this guy and blah 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 and yeah, That's man. how it works, man, right? Yep. Like, everyone's losing gigs. And that day, I mean, that month, I lost three legitimate gigs that took away all my income. And it, it was devastating for the most part, but it doesn't need to be because we got up and we went into action. And that's the key is just taking action. Yeah, no, 100%. And <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it and I was just like, man, just super grateful. I've always been super grateful of, I feel like you and I, we work hard for a couple months and then we both kind of do our own thing and then it kind of meet up again and like, yo, I got to shoot this and this and I'm like, let's do it. It's game. Right. So now it's time. We got to go back to work. Yeah. I need to shoot a bicep routine yep. that I'm going to sell to my guys. <laughs> exactly. And everyone loves your work, dude, seriously. And that's Thank why you. my big thing is I want to work with people who want to work and take pride in what they do. And from the first thing I saw that you shot with Mitch, I'm like, this guy's good. You know what I mean? And he takes pride in his work and that shows. And People appreciate that. And I'm someone, and I told you, like, right out of the gate, I said, dude, I can get you work. And and that's the slippery slope with business is people will try and get a discount with the promise of future work. Like, hey, I can hook you up with a lot of people. But I actually do. Yeah. And that's what you were referencing a minute ago is the fact that I got you jobs and actually got money in your pocket and you gave me, you know, some discounts and I still there's a scripture in the Bible that says a laborer is worthy of his hire. You know, you should be paid for what you do. Yeah. And the better you get, you should get paid more for what you do. And I love watching your growth from the first time I was introduced to you through Mitch to where you're at now. You're commanding more money because you're just getting better at what you do. Yeah. And that's the process of life. And it's only going to get better. The more you work, the more you really, really take pride in what you do, then you can set your own number. On anything, right? Uh, it's 100%. just you're valuing your time, your experience, your craft, your art. I completely agree, and it's it's something I've on this podcast. I've, uh, I mean, even when I've when I've talked to people, um, I just spoke with like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, with a, a video class, and they were like, "How much money do you make?" and like asking all those questions and stuff. And I was like, "Well, at the end of the day, like all of you aren't going to be cinematographers. All of you aren't going to be in this business." But what I can say is like, just be good to everyone that you work with, even if they're assholes to you, even if they screw you over, if you have that peace of mind of like, not that I'm saying that you screwed me over, anyone screwed me over, but you got to have that peace of mind of like, I did everything I could and I did everything on my end. That's all I can do. Well, that's across the board. That goes relationships and, you know, being a kid, if, if you have a parent that maybe you don't get, I mean, it just... As long as you play your best game and you leave it all out on the field, as they say. Yeah. And you can leave any situation feeling like you gave your best. I had a mentor years ago, a man by the name of Ed Cole. He said, the way you leave one situation is the way you'll enter the next. So too often we might have jobs or relationships where things aren't working out and we have a really shitty attitude at the end, but you carry that negative energy over into the next thing. So if you have a job, for example, where someone didn't treat you right or took advantage of you and you get all salty about it, 
and then you carry that saltiness into the next gig, people are going to feel that and yeah. it's going to be reflected in your work. So what you said is vital. And that's what where my success comes from is I give people my best 100% of the time. Like yeah. I'm here with you right now, you're going to get my best. Except I'm going to snort and clear my nose here in a second, so you're going to need to clear clear that out. So here we go. Turn around. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> before we keep going, uh, every time I was just telling you this, every time uh, you and I shoot, or like even when I see like old friends, they're like, "So uh, how's how's business and everything?" I'm like, "It's great." How's and it's like always the second question, like, "What's it like working with that that like really buff guy?" <laughs> Really buff, good-looking guy. That's you. Yeah. Is that the other part they say that you didn't want to say? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I am going to. You were saying it was cold in here earlier, so let's warm it up and put you in the hot seat. Oh, transitions. Well, I'm interested to know before you get me in the hot seat. What yeah. do you say back to these people? What is your response? Because that's really what matters. I mean, I could talk very highly of myself because <laughs> I love me some me. Yeah. But what does Felix Mayorkas say about Clark Parchman when someone says, "Hey, what's it like working with that buff guy?" Um, I usually just say like, I mean, it's, you would think he's like, obviously we have this, this perception of these buff dudes and like fitness people that are like, oh, they're douchebags or they're, you know, they're super egotistical. And I'm like, I mean, he's just a regular guy. Like he's like a dad and you know, sometimes he's a little more serious than other times and other times he's like farting and stuff and <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Uh, yeah. I could right now yeah, if, yeah. if we Please were don't. in such a small box. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a closed door. Um, yeah, I'm always like, well, he's like a normal dude, and they're they're like, it's almost like they're looking for me to be like, no, he's a douchebag, and I just do it for the money or something like that, and like, yeah, I'm always very honest. I'm like, no, he's just, you know, he's a normal dude. Like, yeah, he, it's what I, I don't know. I don't, I'm always like, what do you want me to say? And they're like, no, I'm just wondering, just wondering. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's probably an interesting odd couple type of thing. So if they see us together on social media, you know, I'm your dad's age basically, and in. We hang out as friends too. Yeah. So that's the interesting thing is I'm friends with a lot of my son's friends, Mitch's friends, who's been on here before. And I like hanging out with younger guys. I know that sounded weird just now, but <laughs> bring all of this in context, people. Don't just cut that <laughs> quote out. I like hanging out with younger guys. <laughs> I'm going to chop it up real nice. <laughs> but that's what keeps me young and energetic, right? I keep going. Like, I don't want to hang around some old dude that's just like ready to curl up and die, you know? <laughs> so anyway, put me on the hot seat. Go. All right. You're in the hot seat. Ready? Yep. Uh, first question. What's your day look like? Awesome. Get busy living. I can take advantage of it and go. All right. Uh, favorite muscle to work out? My mind. <laughs> I hate that answer. <laughs> That's good, though. Uh, favorite unhealthy meal? Quote, unquote, unhealthy. Pizza. Oh, I love pizza. What's the best advice ever given to you? You're only committed to what you confess. Who told you that? You've told me that quote. Who Ed told Cole. You? Okay. That's a good one. Say it again. You're only committed to what you confess. So if you want to do something in life and you're nervous or afraid to do it, tell a bunch of people you're going to do it because now you're on the hot seat. There you go. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Circle back. Uh, if you could give 25-year-old Clark some advice, what would it be? Don't be in a rush to be successful because 57-year-old Clark is finally stepping into his purpose in life and laser-focused. So all of that time, learn from it and just be ready to hit when it's time. Um, what is something that frustrates you? Stupid people. <laughs> Who's your hero? Jack LaLanne. Who's that? 
He is a fitness icon legend who has since passed. And he was the first guy to be on TV exercising. He was way ahead of his time. And he taught me a lot about this industry and how to treat people and how to show up and work and do things like that. And I don't have many heroes. And, and I would say Jack Lane is someone who's inspired me a great deal. Google him, people. Google him. Uh, Jack O'Lane or Lane? LaLane. LaLane. Jack LaLane. Uh, what's your guilty pro? Guilty pleasure. Reality TV. <laughs> What's your favorite show right now? Reality TV. 90 ones? Day Fiance. Really? Oh, yeah. The No Net Guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy lives in San Diego. He does, man. We need, you need to get him on your podcast. Ed. I've heard him on a couple of podcasts, and I'm like, all right. You got to have all kinds, Felix. You can't be you know, a podcast. I guess. Freaking, you know, snob. Yeah, exactly. With my 100 listeners. <laughs> um, what was the next question? One thing that marriage, because you're married and you have mm -hmm. kids, one thing that marriage has taught you? Communication. Communication is key. Uh, stay in or go out? Stay in. What's a skill you have that not a lot of people know about? Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not a very skilled person, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at it, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fit. I talk great. I'm charismatic. You don't play instruments or anything? No. I can play the bongos, you know, or the freaking uh, djembe. There you go. I got rhythm. You that's know what I mean? Got, you have rhythm. Yeah. All right. That's a good skill. Uh, what's something dumb you've done in your life? Kind one, of, one thing? Yeah, that stands out. Something that stands oh, out. gosh. You know when you kind of get flashbacks and you're like, man, what did I do? Yeah, that, that was really dumb. Well, yeah. today I trusted freaking a friend to do something <laughs> that I never should have trusted him, and I'm paying the price for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it uh that, that was pretty dumb um bop, 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 bop. what is something that you would love to master human relationships do you want to elaborate on that no okay what is your life's purpose <laughs> to inspire people to live their best life that's it great job you're in the hot seat Damn, that was too easy. That was cold, that was quick, man. huh? Ask some real <laughs> questions. You got rookies up in but, this place, man. But uh, see, I don't want to focus too much on it, and then people being like, "Oh, you're just asking questions." And I don't know, man. I'm I'm trying all types of things. I used to only have one camera, and now I have two that I have to worry about, and I'm constantly stressing and the sound. And <sighs> hey, listen, listeners, Felix is over here doing his thing. He had this idea. And he put it into action. That's the big thing is people have these ideas and they never put them into action. You know how many people told me they want to write a book? Yeah. Write the damn book. Yep. You know how many people say they want to, how many people have told you they want to do a podcast? <laughs> yep. Dude, I think overall in the past couple months, like 10, that's a lot. Yeah. So what did you know about podcasting other than how to download one prior to podcasting? Um, nothing. Really? Okay. Just I I would watch them and then be like, oh, these are the mics yeah. I kind of need or whatever. And I didn't even get the mics that everyone uses, but exactly. So you don't. I mean, you could podcast off of your phone. You. Yeah. I mean, all you need is a recording. You don't need a video. But my point is, so many people say they want to do stuff and they don't do it. So if you're if you're hating on this podcast right now because <laughs> I'm snorting and Felix is doing the hot seat questions or whatever, <laughs> get over yourself. Go do something with life. You know, it's it's funny because I was actually I was talking to someone earlier. Uh, this week about someone, someone hit me up. I, I didn't know them, but um, I've actually had three people hit me up about the same thing. And it's been the same reaction, same answers the whole time. Um, 
they were like, Hey, uh, I want to start, I'm starting a podcast in 2021. What's some good gear to get? I'm like, all right. So, you know, I did the, um, what's it called? I did the, uh, I got on the internet and I sent them some links. Right. And I was like, this is, you know, these are the mics I use. This would be my ideal setup. And they're like, well, I already have these mics. And I'm like, well, what? Why did you even ask me? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so what do you, what do you need from me? And they're like, just like how you do it. And I'm like, okay, you just want me to give you an answer. You want me to do it for you. I'm not going to do that. Like that, if you would have come at me and been like, hey, I've been researching how to, you know, how to do it. How do you do it? That's different. It's the same thing. Like when people come up to me and like, or message me and they're like, hey, what's a good camera to use? Like, I don't know. I don't use all of them. And I've seen on your, even on your comments and stuff, it's like, what supplements do you use? Like that's going to give them uh, like a quick, well, I use creatine. Boom. Like, And that's how I got buff. Like that's just. <laughs> yeah. Mitch talks about that all the time. You know, you're one Google search away from anything, but I don't think people really want to take the time to research and do their own homework. They want to take a shortcut. And look, I get that on some level. I've done that in my life. But the reality is, if you're really going to go do something, you need to find out what works for you. What cameras are in your budget? Because maybe these aren't in that person's budget. So right. if you tell them and they're $3,000 and they only have 500 bucks, well, it shouldn't stop you because you have got to a place in your life where you can afford it. And it's that important to you. And you're willing to go out on a limb yeah. and, and try something. And, and, and that's a mistake that people make, man, is they, they rely too much on other people's experience and and let that be the benchmark for what they think they need to do when they can come in on an entry level and work their way up. I mean, people didn't listen to me for my advice. 27-year-old Clark and 57-year-old Clark are two different freaking humans, man. You know, there's a 30-year gap of learning in there. So if I were to tell somebody how to get in the fitness game, I can't tell them how to get in it where I'm at right now. Yeah. Because I got so much blood, sweat, and tears behind me that have given me the authority that I am today. Like men listen to me because they know I live this life and I have. There's evidence all over the internet of that. Yeah. So that's the thing is, is we can't limit ourselves by what somebody else is doing or what somebody else suggests that we do. We just need to go do it and make our own mistakes, man. That's yeah. true. I 100% believe that. Um, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. I want to talk a little bit about anxiety with Ooh, you okay which is a fun topic yeah all right we'll be right back i remember one time you and i were uh i mean i'd heard this story before while we were filming stuff but you and i i think we we're charging your your tesla small flex uh he's got a tesla uh rich guy and uh <laughs> we we're charging your tesla and we we like went to go get like a salad or something and uh i started telling you like yeah man i've you know I think you said that you noticed in me mm -hmm. that I was just kind of, there were some days where I was just like completely down. And I think this was kind of in the beginning of the pandemic and all that, but I had just quit my job and I was like, had no idea what I was doing. I had no clients. I had like, I thought I could make it. And then it was kind of seemed bleak and there was a lot of self doubt and all that. Um, but yeah, you were like, are you, how you been, man? And I was just like, good. And you're like, are you sure? Cause there's some days where I see you and you're just like, I don't know, you're not looking good. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, man, I've actually been really depressed and I'm going to therapy now and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
but then you told me about a time on an airplane where that was your first anxiety attack. Yeah, that I that I really recognized what it was, so, like, and it shook yeah. me to my core. So what was? Tell me what happened and kind of the the backstory of that whole thing. So, I was in Tampa, Florida on Home Shopping Network selling some fitness equipment and I was doing really well. I mean, everything was good, right? I was making money, you know, no stress in my relationship, but when I look back on it, I think I can identify what was going on that gave me the anxiety. But I'm flying home and I was watching Million Dollar Baby and out of nowhere, all of a sudden my fingers started tingling really weird, you know, and I'm like, this is weird. And I felt like my tongue was swelling up inside of my head, like it was going to suffocate me, like I couldn't breathe. My feet were sweating. My heart started beating out of my chest. And I mean, it literally came out of nowhere. And I thought, okay, I'm going to die right now. I'm either going crazy or I'm going to die on this airplane. So I went into full-blown panic mode. And I got to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to jump out. I'm going to jump out of the airplane. And that's how scared I was. But Fortunately, I had a conversation earlier that week with a friend of mine who had a similar experience on an airplane. And he told me that when he stood up, he fell down and passed out and broke his ribs on the arm. Ooh. So I said, I'm just going to sit tight. I'm going to try and ride this out. So I got to Atlanta and I was on a layover. I made my way out of the plane and I was still in panic mode. And I called my wife. I said, something's wrong. I need you to pray for me right now. And, you know, I'm a real confident guy and I've made it through life with confidence and being very sure of myself. And that shook me to the core. And when my wife heard me, she knew something was wrong. So she started praying for me and I managed to make my way down the jetway and get on another plane and came home. And I ended up losing my contract on Home Shopping Network because I told my manager, I can't go. I can't get on another plane. So for months after that, anything like I couldn't have come here and done this. I would have had diarrhea all day. I would have been so nervous. My heart would be beating. I wouldn't be able to talk. I couldn't get on the phone. I couldn't have a conference call with more than one person on the phone. So I didn't want to medicate myself. Not that that's wrong or if anyone's doing that, that's your choice. But for me, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> Just putting it up myself. So I went to counseling. And uh, I remember the first day going to counseling, I swear, the, the hallway looked like it was a thousand freaking yards long. And I'm walking, man, and I'm like, didn't know what to expect. But I went in there, man, and, and I had found a, an amazing counselor, and he walked me through it, and he taught me what was going on. He taught me a lot about myself that I didn't know that I carried throughout my life and hid. And part of what the problem was is my kids were getting to that stage where they were just starting to grow up. It's one of the life cycle phases that we go through. You know, people always talk about a midlife crisis, but we go through life cycle phases, You know, when you turn 13, shit happens. When you hit 18, when you hit 21, when you hit 30, you have these expectations. And then it goes on. And and these life cycle phases cause anxiety in many people that if not managed properly can manifest in very scary ways. But what I've learned, and I just recently wrote a book, and actually one of the things that I did at the beginning of the pandemic was write a book. It's called 10... Uh, I don't even remember the title of it now. There's one in the car. 10 Steps to Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. And the tagline I chose is go from fight or flight to listen and learn. That's the key. Yeah. Where, so it stemmed from kind of your life change of, of your kids growing up and all that? 
stuff at home? Yeah, partially. Because, you know, you're looking at your kids and, you know, they're going into middle school and, and, and they're, you're recognizing change in them. And as a parent, you're always worried. You're always scared. You're always looking for things. And, and that adds up over time if you don't talk about it and you don't really express this and, and give it an out. Right. And I'm a kind of guy, I'm just like, I'm tough. I'll, I can handle it or whatever. But, you know, it caught up to me. And uh, they could still sneak up on me every once in a while. I'll just, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, it's like boom, boom, boom. My heart starts beating. I'm like, why did that just happen? Yeah. I have no clue. They ne- it's not like someone jumped out of a corner and scared you. It just suddenly, out of nowhere, when stuff builds up enough that you might not even recognize is there. It, it it manifests somehow. Some people, I don't know, maybe they get skin problems. Maybe they get fibromyalgia. It has to manifest somehow, some way, unless we learn how to manage it. And, and more importantly than anything else, in my opinion, learn from it. There is a lesson for it. There's a pastor named Craig Groeschel that talks about these are beautiful times to really look at our life and analyze it and see what the lesson is that we're meant to be taught during that time. And I learned a lot. I, I mean, I learned a ton. Matter of fact, I learned so much that I wrote a book, Where Your Mind Goes, You Go, became a best-selling book. And, and that was one of the, I guess, silver lining things that came from my panic attacks. Another thing that I've, that when people ask me what you're like, I'm like, he just, he does everything. Like he, I have a bottle of your elderberry CBD thing. Um, you have books out, you have your new product nano test. Um, you're not just like one, like a trainer. You're not just some, some guy on TikTok or whatever. Um, do you think that stems from anxiety or does it stem from actually learning from anxiety and all that? Me doing all those different things? Yeah. Because that stems from just being motivated and like, I love doing stuff. Okay. Like I love seeing something and actually getting it done. It, you asked what my things that bother me. I said, stupid people. What really bothers me is people that just don't freaking try. Mm-hmm. It's like, just go try. You know how many failed businesses I have and failed attempts? I mean, anyone that knows me, for, I mean, just you knowing me for as long as you have, you've seen me do a lot of different things. Yeah. Imagine knowing me for 40, 50 years. My best friend back in Ohio, he's like, dude, it's about time. Matter of fact, just today, he goes, I am so excited by what I'm seeing happen in your life because if there's anyone that's put in effort in life, bro, it's been you. <laughs> right. You know, and anyone that knows me and loves me and appreciates me will tell you the exact same thing. They're like, dude, Clark Bartram, that that guy, he, he... He goes, man. He goes. He goes. You know, and it doesn't give me anxiety. That brings me joy, man. I okay. love, I love that stuff. Are you still going to counseling and all that? Well, yeah, I have a, I have a guy that comes to my house and, or he calls me. Matter of fact, he just texted me this morning. How are you holding up, bud? I'm like, hanging in there, you know? And I'll call him when, when it hits the fan, I'll call him and say, I need you right now. And, and I go out in my little fortress of solitude, the shed in the backyard, and we have real conversations. Nice. And he calls me out. You know what I mean? If it's me, he'll, he'll call me out and he'll challenge me. And, and the ironic thing is it's a guy, he's your age, you know, he's a young guy, but he's got so much wisdom. And the thing that he has more than anything else is so much love and respect for me. And we've got this connection from the first day that we met. I met him through Jeremy Jackson and he was leading this breathing deal that we went to. 
and we went to lunch afterwards and we just connected. We've stayed in touch ever since. And, you know, I pay him. I, he would do it for free. But like I said earlier, labor is worthy of his hire. I, I pay him good money to come because I don't want to take that for granted. Mm-hmm. That We need to take that seriously in life, man. You got to have somebody who knows you and can call you out on your bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? I think people are noticing that with this pandemic. It's like, yeah, I, you know, I lost my job and I, I'm freaking out and I've never freaked out before. Who do I talk to? How do I talk to them? And I mean, that's kind of why I started this and, um, sneak peek next week. I'm going to have someone who is that person for me, um, who I'll talk to. And, and like, if I'm ever freaking out, same thing, if I'm, if I'm like, Oh my God, my job isn't going anywhere. And I'm going to sell all my camera equipment. That's always my first thing is like, I'm going to sell everything. Um, actually before we, uh, linked up to like put in work for 2020, I was like, I put my stuff on Craigslist and offer up. I was like, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm done. I, what am I doing? I'm an idiot. I can't believe I did this. Why didn't I just get a full-time job? And, um, has that ever happened to you? Cause you, so your story is pretty fascinating. You were in the Marine Corps, right? Straight out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. And then tell, walk us through that actually. How, how did you end up where you are now? So I joined the Marine Corps at age 17, turned 18 in boot camp, came out, ended up in California, got in the gym business and just kind of worked my way through the process and where I'm at today. And how I ended up today is just kind of using each one of the stages I was at in life as a stepping stone to the next thing. You know, Oprah has a quote that I love. What's your next best move? I don't know if it's her quote or not, but I heard her say it once when I was searching for stuff online. What's your next best move? So how I ended up here today is like, I always look for my next best move. Like what is the most logical and sensical thing for me to do to move me to that next level? So when I was training, I thought, okay, maybe I'll start bodybuilding. And then when I'm bodybuilding, maybe I can get on the magazines and the magazines, well, maybe I can get on TV and TV, maybe I can get in a movie. And, you know, if you go from, okay, I'm a Marine now, I'm done, maybe I'll go get in the movies, that's a big leap. But the little steps that I've taken throughout my life have led me to exactly where I'm at today. And when I look back, I can see a very clear path of what got me to where I'm at. And I'm very grateful because now more than ever, I am so laser focused and I know exactly what I do. You know, if someone says, Clark, what do you do? Before, I could never tell you, like Mitch and Taylor and, well, what do you do? I I didn't have an answer. I'm a fitness guy. I'm an actor. I'm a model. I'm this. Right. But right now, my name is Clark Bartram, and I help men over 50 live in their healthiest body, period. And I'm the best in the world at that. There's literally no one better than me. And I can say that with confidence because I know the energy that I bring to it. And if we approach anything that we do in life with that attitude, you don't necessarily need to be the best, but if you bring your best energy and then think about, okay, I've done this. What's my next best move? You're going to get to where you want to go. Right. That shit just don't happen overnight. Yeah. Yep. You know? Anyway. I, I, I'm listening to what you're saying and I know people are going to sit there and just be like, well, this guy's, you know, this guy's cocky. And when you said, I'm, I'm Look, in the camera, I don't care. <laughs> I'm confident, you know? And, and here's the deal. I'm going to cut you off because okay, anyone that thinks that has a, has such a low self-esteem. Yep. That's real. Yep. That's real. <laughs> 
Do you remember when T.O. said, I love me some me? Yeah. <laughs> That's Terrell Owens for those of yeah. you that don't know. That's the most powerful statement on planet Earth. <laughs> most people can't say that. Uh-huh. My question is, why can't you say that? Why can't you say, I love me some me? Well, I have anxiety. So do I. Well, I'm, I'm afraid to do things. So am I. I am all of everything that everybody else is. But I'm just so confident because I've done so many things and I've failed so many times and I've been so afraid to do things and I've tried and I've messed up and I've screwed up and I thought, oh my God, what did I do now? I wanted to sell all my stuff, you know? Yeah. But the beautiful thing is I've never had a job. Like I've always had to depend on me. So if you don't walk through life with confidence and a little bit of cockiness, you're not getting to the next level. Yep. You got to use that, man, to to be your advantage. Now I know, look, I'm just a regular guy. You know, I'm all five foot eight and a half inches tall. You know what I mean? People look at me, I thought you'd be bigger. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm Dalton and Roadhouse. Yeah, I get it, <laughs> you know. But uh, look, I, I, I have insecurities too, but I come in hot. I come in hot because yeah. that's what people want, man. No one's going to hire me if they don't think that I'm, completely confident in what I can do. Yeah. I'll say it again. I'm the best at helping men over 50 live in a healthy body. I got billionaires that come to me and ask me questions. Yep. Right? Now, we would look at billionaires and go, they got these guys they are figured saying, out. Yeah. These guys, look, they got more money, but they're not living in their healthiest body. Their marriages are all effed up. They got all sorts of stuff going on. They feel Just like shit they, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, man. So look, man, that's why I say don't compare yourself to other people because that only just... So anyway, you're still awesome though. <laughs> so before, I mean, what I was going to say was before anyone just kind of is like, oh, this guy's just like a, like a gym rat, like cocky person. Like I, you have to develop, like you were saying, you have to develop. And for, it's hard for, for people my age because we're still kind of finding our way, but you have to develop that kind of like, I'm good at this and I'm going to own it. When I used to work with kids, I would be like, easy, I can do that. Yeah, this kid's being an asshole, bring him over. That's fine, I'll, you know? And then now seeing my work as it's like progressed, if someone's ever like, hey, can you do this? Have you ever done that? Never done it, but I can do it. I can do it. And I, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, like, you know, I'll show you. The way you Watch. just said it made, just gave me confidence. Like I know I could tell I can do it. And even if you don't know how, you're going to go home and figure it out and you're going to show up. Like you never shot a fitness video before you ran into me. Right. But you know what everybody compliments me on? Those damn videos we shot in the driveway. The angles, the the captions, the music, yeah. the brevity, everything was perfect. People love those damn things on the app. Yeah. You never did it before, but you know, I, I can do it. Yep. We went back and forth a couple times. You know, there's a saying, let the baker bake the bread. I'm like, it's you, dude. Go yeah. do it. Go do what you do. Yeah. I never interrupt people with what they do. If someone comes to me and says, I can do it, then go do it. I will never interrupt someone. I don't micromanage. Just fucking go do it. Yeah. And if there was ever a time when maybe I wasn't feeling confident, it wasn't like I would give you something and be like, hey, I'm not really sure about this. You know, I'd be like, hey, here, I did it. What do you think? Right. And then you would say, oh, put this. In. Okay, perfect. I feel like a lot of the times people kind of do that, like put their work out there and then someone's like, oh, it's not very good. And they're like, oh my God, dude, I'm going to kill myself. This sucks so bad. No, man, have that confidence of like, I did it. I, I still did it. 
you know, I painted something look like shit. Okay. Let me redo it. I'm going to do it again because I can do it. And I mean, that's, I think that's one of the things that people should get from this podcast is like, you're 57 years old. You're still 57 years young. Uh, (laughs) you're still, I mean, you're still moving and moving and you still have the confidence to be like, yeah, I'm the best at it. And I mean, you could be the best at like sweeping. I had a, I had, I had yeah. a coach in high school to say that he's like, whenever you're at home, be the best, you know, at sweeping. And, and at the time I was like, that's, that's stupid. But thinking about it now, I'm like, I mean, yeah, if you're good at something like own it, cause you're not gonna, you know, gain traction with being like, I mean, I'm okay at it. No one's going to hire you. If you, I did an audition today online and the lady's like, Dude, I love your energy. I love your confidence. I love your, what was the word that she used? She used something very specific that, that pinpointed something in me that I know that I have that sometimes could be seen as cocky or arrogant or whatever. Right. Like if Mitch was standing here right now, my son, listening to me, it would be borderline like, oh God, here goes my dad again. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and then the other side of him would be, I wish I was like that a little bit more, or my dad is a badass, or I like that. You know what I really love is when me and Mitch go to the beach and we're walking down and these young college kids will look at me and I get attention. Like, look at that fucking old ass guy. Look at, he looks great. And then one day he was off with one of his buddies that he played football with. And I had like five or six college guys surrounding me, asking me questions. And he was off with his buddy who knew me from when he was younger. And I could just hear the conversation went from, oh, there goes my dad again, to why are these guys surrounding him and asking him questions? <laughs> right. There's something about that. You know what I mean? And he came over and I could see like a change in him from the younger version of him thinking, oh, here goes my dad again, screaming on the football field like a maniac. But now he's looking proud, you know? See, and that's my dad. That's my dad. And I love that. It almost brings me to tears right now thinking about it because there's this place where he stepped over this line of like being embarrassed of my confidence to now like kind of liking it. Like, yeah, yeah, I I could use a little bit of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what's crazy is that that makes me think about uh, my dad was a Marine as well. And he he runs 5K every other morning. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And he'll stop by Orange Glen. And he still does this. Not right now because they're closed. But uh, my old high school, uh, Orange Glen, he'll stop there and he'll do like pull-ups. He'll do leg-ups. Um, and I remember back in the day when I was like a freshman, people would be like, yo, I saw your dad, you know, doing pull-ups or whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, that's, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, you know, he's surrounding, you know, he's, yeah, there's a bunch of things. little kids here. Yeah. What a creep. Yeah. Uh, but I remember being a senior and us doing like morning football workouts and then seeing him just like killing it, like doing pull-ups and stuff. And they're like, how old's your dad? And I think at the the time he was like 45 or something. And which is pretty good. Like a lot of 45 year old dads are like, Oh, they're done. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I remember just being like, yeah, that's my dad. Or I'd be like, dad, what's up? And he, he'd like smile. And then I'd be like, guys, clap it up. That's my dad. (laughs) So like, I got the chills right now. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) there's that kind of shift of like, yeah, you do hit that like oh my god my dad but then after you're like it's oh, my dad it's pretty cool yeah you know, so it's like damn i can't run a 5k every other day yeah 
That's badass. Freaking does it, man. And so that that's super cool. Those are the examples that this world should have. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I try and do with these guys that I work with. So anyway, yeah, your dad's badass. Tell him Simplify. <laughs> Thanks. Um, let's take a quick break. I want to talk about nanotest next. So I want to talk nanotest. I want to talk about what it is and kind of what it's turned into, what it started as. Because we, I was there when it was just kind of like a nugget of an idea, which I think that's, that's mostly why I wanted you on is because we talked about, or we touched on kind of what 2020 was for some people. And we kind of, I mean, I think we both had a successful, I mean, you had an amazing 2020, but, um, not that I'm downplaying coronavirus. That's not what I'm doing, but, um, yeah, you had this product that you had in mind and we shot some videos for it. And now what it's become is like, you're on the news. Um, you're, it's just blowing up, dude. And I've heard nothing. I talked to Sergio because Sergio was in here for a podcast and he was like, oh, it's, it's amazing. So, I mean, first of all, what is Nanotest? So Nanotest is a natural testosterone booster. And it was created because I am a man in that demographic that this happens to. As we age for a variety of different reasons, many men's testosterone levels slow down. They start to decline. And that's what makes you a man. And you lose your confidence, you start gaining weight. As a result of this, is there's, you know, women go through menopause, men go through andropause. Men don't talk about andropause because we're men, right? This is not, we don't talk about hormones. It seems like such a woman subject. Yeah. But men have them too. <laughs> and testosterone is the one that makes you a man. And you have estrogen as well. So what happens as we age is estrogen starts to rise up and it just gets out of balance. So I wanted to create something that actually worked and leverage the technology that's available to us today. Because a lot of companies, I've been around the industry for a long time. I won't say all of them, but I will say the majority of them. This is mind blowing. If you're, if you haven't been listening and you're still with us, listen to this right here. Go ahead. So the majority of the companies that are out there are simply going for profit and they will do very, I'll even go as far as saying sinister things to create products that are simply made to profit, right? The yep. bottom line, when you go into it, and you heard it yourself from the company, Clark, you are the first person ever to walk in here and say, I want the best product that you can make. Yeah, not the cheapest. Period, not, period. Yeah. Most people drop the next line. I want the best product you can make for $10. Yeah, that's really what they say because they know they want to sell it for 90. So they got $80 in there of profit. I said, I want the best product you can make. So he's waiting for me to drop the bomb. I never did. My product is very expensive to make. And I went to the best lab in the most local lab that I could because I wanted to be there. Like me and you went in there. We went behind the scenes. We talked. I mean, you were there. You saw yeah. it. You out of everybody that knows me, you were there from the minute you and Tony. Yeah. So it's called nanotest because we've nanotized the ingredients. So nanotechnology is something that's taking off. They're doing it in TVs. TVs are more vibrant. They're doing it on paint, like on my Tesla. They have nanotized paint, so you don't need to wax it. The, everything just falls off of it because of the there's no pores in it. Everything's right. much smaller. So if you nanotize ingredients in a product, they can connect to the cell receptors that they're meant to connect to. They can pass the blood-brain barrier. They can become more bioavailable to the human body. 
So if they're more bioavailable, your body can use them to facilitate the natural cascade of hormones where most men, and this is where men need to pay attention, even younger men, most men will jump from the most basic ways of doing it, which I'm wearing on my shirt right here, and go do something exogenous, mean taking a synthetic drug made and shoot it in their body like a testosterone shot, patch, pill, or pellet. Yep. And not that that is wrong, but if you don't take a less invasive means of healing first, you're jumping over something that your body could possibly fix on its own if you apply these five lifestyle principles that I'm wearing on my chest. Mindset, meals, movement, community, and then finally supplementation. Even though I sell a product, I don't lead with that product ever. Right. I lead with... You got to get your mindset first, bro. <laughs> if you're not ready to eat right and exercise and tap into a bunch of other men who are doing the same thing that are going to carry you along when you don't want to do it yourself, because that'll happen, you don't need to be taking a supplement. Even as good as mine is, I don't ever lead with it. And I don't sell it to people who aren't willing to adopt these five lifestyle principles. So it costs me a lot of money to make, and I don't make a whole ton of profit in it, and I, I give away my coaching for free. I give it away. And if you end up buying the product later, now I know it's going to work. And, and I'm getting Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne showed up the other day. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> I'm like, I already know what he was going to say. I woke up this morning with an erection. 77 years old. I said, Wayne, when was the last time you had a boner? He's like, it's been a while. You know, I had to reach down there to make sure it's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> is that just like him? Yeah. So now as crude as that might have sounded to some people, look, I'm not trying to be all politically correct. I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm telling that. the truth, man. You know, and this is real life. And if we can get beyond that stuff and just look at it and go, wow, there's truth in what this guy's saying. And it's not cockiness. It's not arrogance. It's not being flippant about what's happening in this world or sensitivity to anybody. Look, man. This is just real life. If you're a man and you don't wake up in the morning with an erection, you don't feel as confident as you did. That's why, you know what I mean? It's just, that's a part of being a man. And we right. want that. And I wanted to help, and this is going to sound really weird, like hanging out with younger guys. <laughs> I wanted to help young guys get boners. <laughs> I wanted to help men get boners in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Especially young guys, man. I love being around them. <laughs> Oh God! No, I think that's a that's a kind of a because Sergio said the same thing. He's like, "Dude, boner city." I was like, "That's just such a such a bro science kind of way of of looking at it." But I I don't know if I suffered from low T for a while, but I had kind of a, a stint in my life where my sex drive was down, my mindset was shit, I was eating like crap, I was getting wider, <laughs> like I wide at not white. Yeah, I. I I was gaining weight and I just, I felt like crap. So, I mean, I didn't take, I, I haven't taken nano test. I don't, you know, I haven't tried it ever, but I have I some in the car. I'll give it to you. Hell yeah. Thanks. Um, boner city, baby. <laughs> Watch out ladies. Um, <laughs> just fully erect during the, the podcast, but I started kind of doing the, without even knowing this, the whole mindset thing, the, you got to start eating a little bit better and then a little bit better turns into a lot better. And, you realize how different you feel. And when I was in college, I was taking, um, I was taking the supplements, the same thing that everyone does. 
but you start kind of seeing let's take my mom for example she's she's very like straightforward but i would take a certain protein and she'd be like you don't look good like you look swollen you look you don't look good i'm like stop mom you know the, the man ego and stuff yeah i'm buff <laughs> But then when you told me that and like same with like pre-workouts and stuff and like they might make like make you feel good for like 30 minutes and then you feel like crap after I've always felt like throwing up after. So when you started talking about like the natural kind of testosterone, the ingredients and all that nano test um, and just hearing all these things that people were saying about it, I was like, dude, this like this must be the real deal because I mean, I was I was only taking like protein. I was only taking uh, pre-workouts and I looked like crap and I felt even worse. So, I mean, from what I've heard and I'm going to take it and I'll let people know. Dude, um, I've got testimony after testimony after testimony. I've got a page full of guys. Every, now this is not an exaggeration at all. Every single day I have a new guy saying, dude, this is the best product I've ever taken. Not only is it the best product, what you're teaching us with the five lifestyle principles is vital to this product really being better than the formulation itself. And what I was referring to earlier about people in this industry doing things that are sinister, I've physically seen with my own eyes, people taking a, a scoop of a very expensive ingredient and, and just sprinkling it into a big vat, right? Like yeah. they're mixing something. Well, and it's I, in there. Yeah, exactly. And they hide it in the proprietary blend. Yep. In my product, there are over 35 ingredients, all in efficacious amounts, synergistically blended to work together, not cancel each other out. And it works. It, it works. Like when I sent out samples to guys, I didn't even have the expectation of it working as good as it does. One guy, dude, what the hell's in this? The next guy, the next guy, the ne mental clarity, morning erections, sleeping better. There are no stimulants in the product. So you could take it in the morning and have absolute mental clarity, or you could take it in the evening and fall asleep. Guys are sleeping better than they've ever slept. We had a guy the other day report to us that he got off of a CPAP machine because he's really? sleeping better from taking this product. I'm trying to get on one. Really? Yeah. You have I have sleep apnea. Damn. Bad. And I grind my teeth at night. And Okay, so tonight, I'm going to give you this. When, we, when we're done here, I have some okay. nanotests in the car. I'm going to give it to you. I want you to take it tonight before you go to bed. And tell me tomorrow if you sleep better. Guys are like instantly. Really? Yes. I'll do it. And then I'll report to the podcast. And yeah, tell, uh, no and, bullshit. Yeah, no bullshit. no bullshit. Tell the truth. I'm down. You know, and, and I didn't hear back from, like Sergio has not told me. I asked him one time and he told me, you know, hey, yeah. And, <laughs> it was uh, up. <laughs> but I didn't know he came here and told you that because... If I don't hear it back from somebody, I automatically assume it didn't work for them. But apparently, and Sergio's what, 32 years old? He doesn't need it, but he's seeing the effects of it. But here's the deal. You think we're in a pandemic now. The real pandemic, in my opinion, based upon what I do in life, is the fact that 20-something-year-old guys have low T. Yep. And it's, it's due to epigenetics. It's due to stress. It's due to endocrine disruptors it's due to a whole lot of different things depression anxiety all of this factors in that's why when i develop these five lifestyle principles that i really emphasize every single day with guys i'm like look mindset has got to be first man and and i go live every single day with my group and i go off on these guys i come in hard and fast 
you think I'm being aggressive here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, these guys, I'm like, you know what? This morning, I was like, listen, if you came here and you wanted to get results and, and you're not doing these things, you know, is it, do you cuss on here or whatever? Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that to wake you up, bro, because this might be the last damn time that you have an opportunity to get in shape. And I'm doing this to you for free. I'm, I'm not asking anything from you but your commitment. You know, and then if they buy Nanotest, okay, I make a little bit of money off Nanotest. That's the ultimate goal, right? I am what they refer to as a servant leader. Mm-hmm. I serve people. That's what I do. I give my best every single day because I know this is what I was created to do. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the best. I'm the best. Because other guys are out there trying to create a business, right? They're trying to create something that's going to bring them an income. This, I swear to God, this business model, you're, you're hearing all of this, like nanotest this and that and that, and they're putting me on the news. I didn't try. I didn't try. It, it like came up out of, like if I picture it in my mind, it's like it came up out of the desert sand. It shook its way up from the depths of the earth and, and came up and it was like, here it is. Here it is. Just step into it and go. Yeah. And that's what I did. Like all the times I tried so hard to create a business, it never worked. But I finally sat back and I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to do, right? And I made the product. You saw it. You witnessed that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and now you're hearing about it. You're like, damn, this is really happening. I saw it being born, you know, so it's real to me. If you can't tell, this is real. Yeah. And, and lives are being changed every day. I, I want to touch on that you try to start businesses. Isn't it crazy how, I don't want to say once you stop trying, but once you tr- stop trying so hard, the things start just kind of, working themselves out and i was always looking i told sergio this as well listen to that that episode if you haven't uh heard it already but i was so focused on the money i was making and trying to land just small clients and i was like i made 300 bucks this week hell yeah i made 600 bucks this week you know when one month i made uh six grand but then the next month i didn't make anything and the next month after that i didn't make anything either so then it kind of like you know so then once i was like I'm just going to do what I do and love it. That's when things things kind of started working out for me. And you're saying like, oh yeah, I can tell you take pride in your work. And I mean, I do because that's my brand, but it's also like if someone comes at me within, I always look at every job as like an opportunity, even if it'll be like kind of a boring job or something like that, I'll be like, okay, this will give me a chance to work on my lighting or, you know, challenge myself in this way. Um, I think a lot of people don't have that mindset. Uh, what are some of the the excuses that you most hear? Because I've heard a couple of people not starting or something, or not doing starting something? something, or not doing something, or like reason, quote unquote, reasons why. Oh, you know, things aren't really going for me because blah blah blah. One of the biggest ones is people say they don't have the time. Right, that's you know, a big I, one. I don't have the time. Well, we all have 168 hours in the week. The time is one thing you cannot change. Yeah. And one of the mindset principles that I teach with that is like, no, you you can manage your time better. And unfortunately, it's getting up earlier in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it was Sergio that inspired the book, Magical Mornings. That's right. And and you, so like 
who's got time to write a book, right? I don't, but I did because I wanted to and I made time. I found time. I carved out time. I got up earlier. And it was because I was up earlier and Sergio was up earlier, I carved out that time that that book was born. Sergio said, bro, aren't mornings magical? Boom. Boom. That was it. I heard it. I'm like, that's the title of my book, Magical Mornings. I'm going to write it. And I just went to work. I went to Starbucks every day and wrote the damn book. I made time to do it. So that is the thing. People say they don't have time to exercise. People say they don't have time to do counseling. They don't have time to start a business. They don't have time to learn something new. They don't have time to, I don't have time for myself. What kind of stupid ass statement is that? (laughs) They're not making the time. Right, man. It's there. Like really, if you, that's why those timers on the phones are there. Like to tell you how long you've been on social media. Like, just look at how long you've been on social media. Yeah. Looking at asses on TikTok. I promise <laughs> you wasted an hour. That shit sucks you in. Yeah. TikTok, it's for a reason. They named it smart. Like, they're telling you what they're doing to you. Yep. They're wasting your time. TikTok, TikTok, yep. TikTok. Ooh, TikTok, let's go. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, so, yeah. So that's the biggest one, man. And, like, lack of understanding. You had mentioned earlier, well, how do I do it? Just do it. Just try, figure it out. Mitch gets so frustrated. He said, everything you want to know in life is one Google fucking search away. It's online, man. It's there. It's there. Yep. You didn't know how to light. You didn't know how to shoot. You didn't know what camera to buy. You researched it and you got it done, man. I mean, I got D's in English in grammar in high school. I shouldn't be making best-selling books. Yeah. I shouldn't be living off of me speaking. I was the shyest kid ever when I was little. That's crazy. Ever. I mean, like paralyzed by fear. Yeah. I wouldn't eat at a friend's house because I was so embarrassed. I was, I was shy. Damn. I was so shy. But now I stand in front of thousands and thousands of people. Do I question myself before I walk out? Absolutely. I had a panic attack before I walked onto the set on Home Shopping Network in front of 80 million people. You know, I could have turned around and ran out, but I I just like, I got to go do this. So we just got to go and do, man. People just don't go and do. I hear it every day. That's true. I want to do this. I want to do that. Then just go do it. (sighs) Do it. I don't have the time. (laughs) Um, What was, I think we can end on this. Um, What was your childhood like? Traumatic. Very traumatic. You know, and I, I think about it today, man. It's just like, we have all... The, my younger brother, I just talked to him, my older brother, my older sister. We now have like huddled together more than we ever have over this understanding of what we went through as kids being in a single parent household with, you know, boyfriends coming through, being seriously violent, beating us up. And that's just a whole nother podcast altogether. But, you know, here I am. You know, I'm here today and and we all have those traumatic backgrounds. Nobody's any more special than anybody else, but they're all very unique and traumatizing to us. So, you know, all I can reflect on now is my poor mom is sitting in some freaking old folks home somewhere, can't get out. You know, my sister goes and looks at her through a window like they sent me a picture the other day and 
I showed it to Mitch and he said, dude, that looks like such a dystopian society, right? There was, you could see my mom like with no life in her eyes, a nurse next to her with a mask on, the reflection of my niece in the window looking at her. And it was just like twilight zone. Jeez. It was, it was so sad, but it had me like reflect back on my life and think about why I went through the trauma I went through. And I saw that old lady in the window, just like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I here? Why are you out there? What is happening? Right? Why is this lady in a mask? Who are you? And, and she had a lot of trauma in her life and she just did the best that she could when she raised us. And that's all we all ever do. Like I swore I was going to be the best parent ever, but on Mitch's podcast he he and and taylor yeah Yeah. you were there you were there for that too they revealed to me right before your eyes all the shit i did wrong i was like whoa i thought i was a good parent but i wasn't so they have trauma too so this will never end it's an ongoing thing and it's 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 cool you know it's cool if we look at it that way not like it's so devastating because i'm we'll end with this i love me some me (laughs) you know regardless of what went wrong yeah you know and the beautiful thing is is my dad was never there you know every weekend he was meant to show up and pick us up but a lot of times he didn't and you know my dad on his deathbed i sat right next to him and and i said man listen it was because of the things that you did wrong and the things that you did right that i'm the fucking badass man that i am today so you can go bud you can go into eternity right now knowing that your legacy Regardless of how you feel about how you did, don't judge it because here I am, you know, and my fingernails are clean. The stuff that he taught me, you know what I mean? I still do it and I love it and I'm so grateful. And one of the things that I built my business on was something that my dad taught me and he's dead and he'll never know that it. I, I quote that guy every day and here I am quoting him now. He said, son. He said, if someone pays you for a service, if they pay you $10 for that service, you better give them 20 in return. You understand me? I said, yes, sir. So when he was dying, I kissed that man on his lips every time I saw him. As as weird as that might sound to some people and as severed as our relationship was at times, and as much as I wanted him to show up, I respected that man. I loved that man. I kissed him on his lips. I called him sir, yes, sir, no, sir. And I said, Dad, you can go to eternity now knowing I'm a fucking badass. And it's because of all the shit you did right and all the shit you did wrong. Fucking just go. Learn from all of it. Be happy. Yep. Yeah. So That's beautiful, man. Um, I mean, the last episode we had was on on trauma. Um, listen to that, too. <laughs> just plug it myself. Listen to all of them. Well, I, I appreciate you being on and taking time out of your day to... to to be here uh where can people find you um how can people look you up obviously like google and just clark bartram yeah but where can people find you so if you have a dad right that needs the best person in the world to help him get back to where he wants to go because that's the truth like some people are saying damn you know i my dad could use some help so if if your dad's on facebook tell him to look up nanotest performance system for men just it's it's there you just type in nano test it'll pop up because so many people are joining now and uh he can join that group for free 
Usually I take men around the age of 40 and up. And then uh, ClarkBartram.com, Clark Bartram on Instagram. TikTok, I'm blown up. I'm like a Dude, TikTok hero, that's bro. That's right. In the Middle East? <laughs> No, man. Most of my deputies here. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So I just had a new app reach out to me and wants to pay me money to go be an influencer on there. Something called Zen or something like that. So I'll take their money and and go do it. And the crazy thing is like, you're not even like, you're not even trying to be like something you're not. You're just on there like working out or something. And people are like three moves, three minutes. Yeah. Think about how three moves, three minutes is blowing up the hashtag is is in millions now look them up on tiktok man <laughs> that was that was so funny i remember going to your house one day and you're like dude tiktok star <laughs> dude like, just overnight well one day it blew up man 15 second little <laughs> clip off of my instagram stories blew up on tiktok <laughs> now i got people copying me like uh, copying pulling my three moves three minutes i got you know all kind of duets coming at me people cool. doing it i got kindergarten teachers first grade teachers junior high teachers using my three moves three minutes and and like editing them they're sending me the videos that's awesome it's becoming a thing i'm getting so many guys joining my nanotest community because they saw me on tiktok you know and that and i'm starting to advertise on TikTok. matter of fact yeah. my ads just got pulled down for too much skin was your shirt off? Yeah. Oh my but come on, man. Hey, they got to hold you accountable just like women. So, you know. <laughs> it makes I, don't, I, literally, I, think, I don't know. I have no idea. No sense at all. Yeah, it's but, really dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a TikTok. <laughs> He's a TikTok fiend. Um, yeah. Look him up on TikTok. Look him up on Instagram. Um, thank you so much for being on and, and being transparent and being your fiery self. I, I super duper appreciate it, Clark. I'm definitely going to have you on again, hopefully in a year or something. I don't know. I don't even know how long this thing's going to go for, but, um, <laughs> it's going to be in a different building. I'll tell you that. That's true. <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. You can find me at my Archimedia, M A Y O R C A, uh, on Instagram and my I am working on some cool stuff. If you're getting married, make sure you tune in. Uh, cause there's some new stuff coming up. Uh, other than that, thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. That's also Mallorca Media. Um, yeah. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye.